Um, our normal do. time of recording or going live. So, oh. um, hello, new us. <laughs> hello. <laughs> I think, this feels a little weird. I think we gotta get sleep. used to it because mm -hmm. I think you know I don't think we can talk about everything, but there are definitely uh, things Changes. going on yes. in the background here for both mm -hmm. of us. So. Uh, yeah, life changes on the horizon, shall we say, for the two of us. Yeah, so it's so, also all good things. Nothing oh, bad. fantastic things! Fantastic things. Hello, so. hello, hello, you. Hey, happy what? Tuesday! It is Tuesday, and I don't even know what a day it is it anymore. Is Tuesday, it is Tuesday. I'm so out of it for like life. Also, like the lights, just to make this not be dark, make me look so sick. Like I'm so <laughs> pale. Anyway, it's like I can hear my grandma being like, you need some red meat. <laughs> anyway, so welcome. Yes, welcome. We just so wanted to exciting. do a fun little live episode talking about all the book prizes because in the last week like mm -hmm. I think it's exactly seven days mm -hmm. we've had three big book prize announcements so mm -hmm. we have three long lists to look at to, to discuss etc 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 so that's what we're doing tonight it's pretty cash i've got a, a random ipa for the day yeah for this one this is my second live of the day so oh, hello beer of the day yeah, you know, I just, okay, I have like a little bone to pick with all the prize people, mm -hmm. okay? I don't understand why all of these prizes are like overlapped. Like, can we get some time in between them? What, because the woman's, the woman, the woman's prize long list is announced March 7th. Yep. The, the, the Carol Shields prize is announced March 8th. And then the International Booker Prize is announced the 14th today it's like we all want to try to read as many of the books as possible but and my carol goodness. just shoehorned not that carol's alive but carol shoehorned yeah. that award right in the middle of, of those exactly two. so just to add more books to the mix right because then after after this like we have such a lull of no prizes at all <laughs> we could yeah. just spread, we could just spread these out I'm just saying, you when know. When do we get Booker Booker? Isn't it closer to the summer? Yeah. That's closer to the summer. I mean, I don't even know what day it is today. So I'm like the worst person. Yeah. For these, but. um, Yeah. But anyway, so that's the plan for tonight. And then otherwise, it's just like a regular episode. So what have you mm -hmm. been reading, my dear? Oh, Alyssa. Do you remember when I put this book on my anticipated reads for 2022 identity i'm surprised identity. that's not on one of these lists i am too now that i've read it identity by mithu senyal translated from the german by alta l price this 
was brilliant in the, every way. The longer it's, the pauses are, the more <laughs> I know you love them. That book. The satire was just like chef's kiss. Okay. So we follow, I got to get these names right. Uh, so our main character, Navidita, she goes by the name Identity. She is a well-known blogger and a doctoral student. And she does this blog about post-colonial race studies and all this stuff. And it's really popular. And she is totally obsessed with one of her professors. How do we say this name? Saraswati. Saraswati, who she thinks is an Indian woman. And she's wrote some really seminal books that have really made a big difference in identity's life. Um, and so she admires her professor. Her professor is also her mentor. And then it comes out that Saraswati is not actually Indian. She's passing for Indian, Indian, but she's actually white. And so oh. as this news travels through the interwebs, people are all up in a roar, but they're also starting to turn on identity because while identity is very like shocked and alarmed and disappointed and, and confused, she is trying to, to figure out, okay, this woman who I deeply admire, who I've been studying under, who has written a particular book, I think it's called, called Decolonizing, decolonizing something. But anyway, it, it was such an important part of her life. How do you separate yourself from that? And does it mean that she shouldn't feel that way about the professor going forward or feel those strong connections as she did to that book now that she has found out that she is actually just passing for Indian? So she's got all these questions floating around and all of her blogger followers and Twitter followers are like, why are you still standing by this lady? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the university really hasn't said anything about this uproar. They're kind of like quiet in the background. So the lady is still teaching, still holding classes, right? So all of the students are like, well, why are you lying? And what does this mean? And what does that mean? And her responses are like so... <laughs> they're so steeped in like, I don't give a crap what this news is saying. I'm still teaching what I've always taught. And she's like really like standing her ground on things. And what she's saying a lot of times makes a lot of sense because as we know, versus a social construct, it is just mm -hmm. ridiculous. And so she's making a lot of sense, but the way she's going about things is also infuriating at the same time. And so this book feels like a real mental mind F mm. because they want answers and she's not giving it to them. So they're asking her things and she's throwing back questions to them. Well, why do you think this? Or why do you think that? So nothing's really getting resolved. She's like sticking to her curriculum <laughs> and it is infuriating all of these students. And so this whole story was so sharp and funny and smart, so engaging. This is something I did not want to put down. I loved every minute of this book. I cannot believe more people are not reading this. Y'all need to read this. It was really phenomenal. So that is Identity by Mithu Senyal, translated from the German by Alta L. Price. And this is out from Astra House. Good job, everyone involved. Amazing. It sounds really good. And it reminds me of that. Remember that woman who was... Rachel Dolezal? 
with the white woman passing for black that was a oh, teacher. Yeah. yeah. Was Does that doesn't that sound? She's uh-huh. mentioned in there. Of course uh-huh. she is, because it sounds like her story. Uh-huh. It was crazy. It was so that good. Was so crazy. And I remember all those news reports just being like, I don't even know what to think right now. Right. Because I- like. I just don't know what to think right now. <laughs> like, I, I have to read just this one small part. Just one small part. So uh, this is when she's in the classroom and, you know, they're just like blasting her with questions. And um, so I just that he says to her, you're starting to sound like the people who say, I don't see skin color. And mm-hmm. Sarah Swati says, ah. But not ah as in, ah, you caught me, but ah as in, aha, I found an error in your line of reasoning. Quite the opposite. I see skin color so clearly that I can even change it. What I do is racial drag. (laughs) It's so good. Racial drag? Racial drag. Okay. I read that part like four times. Like, what did you just say? Oh, this was just phenomenal. Yes. But it doesn't <laughs> it sound like it sounds like the Rachel lady. Because yeah. mm-hmm. she was, and I feel like she did like African American studies or something, something like that. Something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And there was like I remember just listening to the news, and there's part of me that was like, well, like those are all great things. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> exactly. Maybe. I don't just oh okay so that book sounds really good that book makes me feel like I'm gonna spend good you know four or five hundred pages in that same set of feelings that I had you're not gonna want to put it down you're gonna be in this position where you're like I don't I don't think what she's doing is right and then she'll make a point that makes sense and it'll f your head up and you'll be like yikes I see what she's saying but like (laughs) also trip yeah (laughs) it's really good. It does sound really good. Uh, I do not have as an exciting currently reading recently finished for you. <laughs> um, so I finally, I only have two of the three, but I finally finished this Nora Roberts series. The, Is that the fantasy? The Dragonheart Legacy. Okay. And I have thoughts, and I was trying to figure out where to plug them in. And when we were getting ready for tonight, I was like, you know what? This is the place to plug yes. this in. Yes. So let's talk about this. Because I don't want to do a full review. And I'm scared of Nora. Because if you've ever seen her clap oh. back on Twitter. <laughs> we re- we like you a lot, Nora. I do like you, Nora. I don't know if I like this series. Um, I feel like as somebody who reads fantasy mm-hmm. and enjoys fantasy... I feel like I'm an eclectic reader, but fantasy is a big part of how I read. Mm -hmm. This just doesn't do it for me. I feel like there, she was trying to do too much in this, these books. And it honestly could have been pared down into like a contemporary romance with some maybe like fantasy elements and been one book, or it could be, pared down into something that was purely fantasy um but there was too much blending of contemporary and fantasy for me and it really drove me nuts because the books were too long like for three of these it's too long for what actually happens in the story okay could this have been a one book thing and we're done it could be like a one book fantasy or a one book contemporary a big book it would be a big book like there's a lot to talk about but I just keep thinking about like a discovery of witches, which I feel like 
is the closest thing I can relate to this. And the reason why Discovery of Witches works, even though it has some contemporary elements and urban fantasy elements, is that it's purely like rooted in the fantasiness of it. Like everything that characters do is in the service of the fantasy world. So, you know, even if you're teaching, you know, there's, you're not just pursuing like regular human being things. Right. Right. So here you have our main character is like an author. So you have this whole storyline of her writing books. And then she has her gay best friend who's like really cliche gay best friend, which is kind of annoying. But like there are some really good things in book three where they confront his his mom, who's really homophobic, which I did like. Um, But then he has a whole storyline of like him figuring out his life and becoming like a food blogger or something. Mm. And meanwhile, there's also this whole plot of fairies and mythical creatures and fights and it's just too much it's just too it's too much it's too much in a book it can one or the other please i can't i can't have them together me confused exactly (laughs) by the time i got to the third book i was like why why do we have all of this going on at once like she is like part fey part human part something else she is like the key to fixing something, of course, with some evil guy who's like her okay. grandfather or something like that. And I can't even give you a good review because there's just too much going on. It really sounds like it. But like, it, it's too much. It it really is too, too much. And and, and I, I can't. I can't do it. I'm really sad because I was really hoping that Nora Roberts would have would work for me because the writing itself isn't i mean it's nothing spectacular but there's nothing particularly wrong with it yeah Um, yeah i thought like oh maybe i'll have like a nice sort of easy read thing but if this is what i think she has another one that's kind of fantasy if if this is what the other one's like i couldn't do it it does not sound like she's gonna be your light fantasy girl no, she's not for me. I did enjoy the audiobooks. I will say that because they are. Uh, so this deals with a lot of like Celtic, Irish sort of mythology, mm-hmm. and the audiobook narrator does a really nice Irish accent, and it's okay. very like calming and reminded me of my time, my you know my brief time spent in Ireland and how much I do love it there, and need to go back. But that's not a reason, <laughs> right? So. That was nice, but that's not a reason to like these. So these are really just to me, really mediocre and there's too much going on and you didn't need fairies and mythological creatures and all of that. So. Mm. So, ooh, Chasing the Devil's Devil's Tale. Hopefully. Ooh, set in New Orleans. I love New Orleans. I feel like, you know what I tried to start reading and I do, I just was distracted by other things I need to get back to this year is the Ballad of Perilous Graves, which is set Hang in Hang on Orleans. a minute. I thought you finished that. No, I, I read like 11 pages and got distracted and then never circled back. And I do need to circle back to that because it is, it feels like from what I understand that it is going to be kind of like the city we became in terms oh. of being like a fantasy ode to a city. Maybe I'll listen because that was one of our Libra picks, right? Yeah. And I need to get 
back to that this okay. year because I just and there's no reason for yeah. I just yeah I put it down I never really got into it in the first place because I was mm-hmm. so distracted and then I put it down and forgot about it and never circled back so I do need yeah. to circle back um yeah wow so that's that well on the Nora Roberts thing it sounds like perhaps that that her fantasy is for maybe like hardcore temp- contemporary readers who want a little bit of super, super light fantasy, but don't want to like dive headfirst into fantasy. Yeah. It sounds like it's kind like she's trying to kind of capture an Outlander audience. Cause like, I never know where to put Outlander and I've never read past the first book because I just haven't gotten into the first one. And I was so happy with the first book that I'm kind of scared to keep reading. And then somehow time travel though. Right. Yes, but it's time travel, which is a fantasy element. Yeah. It's like historical. So, like, I never know where to put. It is definitely historical fiction, too. It's historical fiction, but it definitely has, like, sort of fantasy elements. Because, like, how are you time traveling without fantasy? Right. Or sci-fi. And I never know where to put it. I literally never know where to stick it. So, even when I'm trying to shelve it, I'm like, where do I put it? Yeah, I... Yeah, I don't, I've never read the books. I've only watched the show, but only not even the full season. But I know that Outlander <laughs> book series um, crew is like, they are deep. And what I've heard from the ma- majority I'm of them is- I'm too scared for the books to fall off. So I've never gone past book one. I, I don't know. But I, I somehow in my life, I have always run across people who read that series. And from what I've heard is once you read one, you can't stop. And they just get better and better. Now that's just what I've heard from my circle of outlander people. So you're telling me what I need to do is go back to. I, from what, from what these folks have said, I think it may be worth your time. Okay. I'm not upset about it. I've read outlander probably two or three times now because I've tried to keep going with the series and then I get, you don't know. That first book's so good. But anyway, you know, it feels like there. it feels like she's trying to do that. To capture that audience. Mm-hmm. Not that there's time travel, but to capture that audience of people that want that sort of fantastical element. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you go back, you you cross into fairyland and it's kind of like going back in time. There's no electronics. There's no this. There's no that. There's right. swords and chivalry and like horses and stuff but now there's like magic on top of it so Hmm. it does feel like that's the kind of audience she's trying to write this for not maybe necessarily like somebody who loves game of thrones like oh no absolutely absolutely not which speaking of game of thrones i have started book two all right let me know when you get 30 percent in and it's fantastic so we're, we're gearing up we're gearing up oh i i have an update for you this is going back to our episode that we did on fantasy and sci-fi reads that we want to get to you this mean the year. from yesterday? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That's right. All right. So here's the thing. You and I both said that we finally want to get to um, the Faithful and the Fallen series did you by start John Gwynn. No, 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 oh. no. I did not start it. But let me pull it up because... <laughs> I found something out while looking on my shelves and I was like, oh crap. All right. So there is another series before that. 
Okay, in the same world. Remember when I went to McCain and I found that John Gwynn book called A Time? What is it? Um, no, A Time of Blood. A Time of Blood. That is book two in the Of Blood and Bone series, which is before the Faithful and the Fallen series in that same world. Oh, so you're telling me I have to get another series? Yes, ma'am. I am not talking to you, Siri. <laughs> she is so nosy. Uh, so yes, we, <laughs> we I have put my a, phone on do not disturb most of the time. So it doesn't do anything when I, I need to, to do that. So we have another one. There are four books or no, wait, is this three? It's three books. Yeah. So just FYI, um, something told me, oh, just look this up on Goodreads one more time. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So Wait yeah. a damn second. <laughs> Wait a damn second. So yes, we've got to get to the Of Blood and Bone series first. You know what that means? That means you need to stop giving me literary fiction. Oh, I can't. I can't. Like I can't. the worst statement because we're going to talk about <laughs> books. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah. All right. So excited. So time to get into whatever we're supposed to be talking about so because yeah. Dammy and i haven't really talked in a little bit so we can i know watch out and shoot the shit all night um so we decided we could go in kind of order of announcement and our mm -hmm. first one was the women's prize which was announced last tuesday they have a long long list what is it 16 books i believe it's 16 yes it's a lot of books it's a wide field mm -hmm. it's a weird price to me because can we also talk about like why are book prizes from like april to march or something like that why are right. they why from, could it like, just be last year i mean that's what carol did but yeah we're liking carol but we'll get to her she's yeah. next but first, we'll talk about the Women's Prize. It is too many. It is way too many books. Yeah. It's too many. We agree. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so you want to just like flip through these and yeah, talk sure. about anything we've read or anything just kind of notable? Mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to have in-depth stuff to go through. Right. So it's apparently starting here, Dog of the North. I don't uh, want to read it. <laughs> why tell me i just have no interest i just kind of skimmed the synopsis on it i was like eh, what i don't i don't want to i don't know the cover's not doing it for me but yeah it didn't excite me you know yeah uh and then it's changing right sometimes yep it's going to memphis now okay. mm -hmm. so i've actually read memphis with tara stringfeller and this is the one that i remember i texted yes you, i do and mm -hmm. i was like so our main character makes a decision in this the book is actually really well written i enjoy a lot of the book however comma yeah. the main character makes this one decision and as somebody who doesn't have children i had to go to naomi and be like so as a as a mother if x y and z occurred mm -hmm. and you needed to do x y and z would you do x y you know abc and she's like absolutely not because yes it's the decisions this character makes that set forth the rest of the plot bother me so much and i just don't know how I don't know how to process it, but yeah. the book is really well written. I will give them that. I feel like it's probably something that I could listen to without feeling like I need to have the book in front of me. Mm -hmm. Right. Would you mm -hmm. say, okay. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a Libra pick too. So you probably already yes. have it. Mm -hmm. I do. Uh, this one I'm actually excited about only because it was only, it was on my radar anyway. And that's yeah. stone blind, but I don't think it's like prize worthy. Ooh. Okay. 
but I haven't read it. So if I'm wrong, please, you feel free to yell at me. But I just, I just feel like there's this whole trend of myth retelling that is getting a little old. Oh, listen, they are really trying to get the, the mythical bag. <laughs> it's like, I mean, stop it Med- already. <laughs> this is Medusa. And so, like, I feel like it might be cool because it's Medusa. But in general, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of getting tired. I don't. Yeah, they I need don't to know. give it like a, a like a two year break mm-hmm. from all the you know mythology books. Just just like put it like, on pause. Like let's circle back around to vampires. Like I don't know. Can we do something? I don't know. I'm tired. Freshly Red says she did the first chapter. It was okay. Of Stoneblind. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Okay, I'm psyched for Fire Rush. Uh, tell me why. I think it sounds. I don't know really anything about it. That's all. <laughs> so, um, it just sounds like it's going to be quite an adventure for this young woman, y- y- Yamaye. Anyway, I read a little bit of the synopsis and I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, young woman, you know, meets somebody, falls in love, somehow gets that person's relationship. That relationship is really cut short. She goes on this journey transformation. She ends up getting caught up in a criminal gang there's police riot there's a lot going on and i just want to know what's happening i'm i'm intrigued i'm yeah. intrigued and plus i don't know who this author is so i'm also wanting to get into who was just who was this jacqueline crooks what does she got going on i'm I'm excited for this one yeah i haven't seen her before. i haven't seen a lot of these people before honestly mm-hmm. i've um, never heard of her and i have not seen this book wandering souls i don't know much about this one me neither but cool. Uh, yeah. Black butterflies. Uh, is that short stories? Maybe I'm wrong. That's not right. I don't. Can you have short stories? I don't think so. I don't think you can have short stories in this one. I think you can have short stories in like Booker, maybe. Someone's going to come and yell at me now for saying the wrong thing. No Ooh, yelling. Okay. No yelling. That's fine. I don't care. Yell at me. I don't care. <laughs> Siri Abel, spring 1992. Each night, naturalist gangs erect barricades, splitting the diverse city into ethnic enclaves. Each and one of the residents, whether Muslim or Sir, pushed the makeshift barriers aside. Okay, well, I already know, want to know what's happening. Maybe I'll read that one. I mean, that, yeah, that one does sound interesting. We're here for that one. That one sounds good. It says, Black Butterflies is a breathtaking portrait of disintegration, resilience, and hope. Okay, I think I may give that one a spin. I feel like we just, like, totally skipped over wandering souls so let's give that one second here yeah let me skim over that it's a haunting and gut-wrenching story ocean vaughn blurbs it mm. marcy is growling in her sleep so i apologize now for that uh it's american troops leaving vietnam boopity boo i mean i guess it sounds interesting uh, but I don't, I don't know. know if I care. I don't. Well, I I'm care feeling about like the topic, but I don't know if I care about this specific way of dealing with it. Yeah, I may skip that one. I, I, I'm not intrigued enough. Uh, I'm gonna wait for other people to tell me if I should read it. Yeah. I am. I'm a fan. Now that's the only one that was on I've my seen, list. I've seen some people really enjoy this, mm-hmm. so this one I'm curious about. Yeah, um, I, I don't like this book. I'm not going back to it. You know, I started it last year, and I am not going to go back and continue it. I don't want to. 
Homesick, I've also seen some good. I've seen that. Some good, I kind of uh, want to read that. That's like a that one. I want like read. a memoir type, right? About Jennifer Croft and her sister. I think so. Yeah, that one I, I'm interested in. Yeah, I feel like the Bandit Queens you have, like physical. I thought you had that. I don't have that one. I think I probably mentioned it, but I don't. I don't have it. Okay. But I would well, like to read it. So this one, I think, just sounds ridiculous. <laughs> pod? I'm not reading Pod. I, I can don't tell you want that a right story now. from the perspective of a dolphin that leaves its dolphin family. Oh, Freshly Red says they love Glory. I know she loves Glory. I love that for you. A lot of people love Glory. And I I'm not you, saying Sarah? what I read was bad, but I'm just not interested enough to just keep going. Yeah, I don't. I will say that there are sections of Glory that are really well written, and I like her first book better, but I don't like Glory in its entirety. Yeah. I, I just don't want to. I just don't want to. <laughs> Naomi knows what she likes, and she is not messing around. Trespasses was good. I dug it a lot. I have it. I picked it up on one of my last big book calls before No By Year. And I'm excited to get to it. I'm excited that it's on the list. Me too. Now, let me tell you what. So, oddly, I'm I'm on this, like, Irish journey. I've got all these books that are, like, you know, set in Ireland or whatever. But what I did was, before I read this, I really wanted to, like, understand the troubles. So, I read Say Nothing. Uh-huh. Because I really just know very broad things about the troubles. And so, yeah. I read this first, which made this more dynamic for me. Yeah. Because then I really understood like how crazy and how wild and how violent and just treacherous things were during the troubles. You know, that just kind of helped solidify things for me when I read Trespasses. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that one. Um yeah, that one's there were a couple ones I was I was really psyched that were on here, and then yeah. a lot of it I was not that interested in. Yeah, uh, I am not enjoying Demon Copperhead. <laughs> I know that Sarah, because we already talked about this today. I know that freshly read Sarah. I know she likes this book. Um, ooh, you just read Say Nothing too. So it's so good, right? I it was read so Say good. Nothing first. Before I think I you to- should. I just think I, I I think if you read Say Nothing first, then the decisions. Context that are made by certain individuals in this book, you'll understand how dangerous it was. And then when you read about how the troubles have affected some of those kids and families, it makes more sense Yeah. when you read this. Yeah. All right. Okay. Back to Demon Copperhead. I know that Sarah likes this. I am not enjoying it. Mostly because I just don't care. I think the writing's yeah. probably fine. I just don't care about the character that much i i've not connected at all uh so it having this long book about their life is just exhausting mm. for me but like okay. I, I don't know are you what do you want to even read it uh it was on my list uh, although i i could maybe i shouldn't sell it like that to you no 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 no, no. You're, listen i have already heard so many terrible things about this book this book demon copperhead has extremely mixed reviews <laughs> I will let you know when I finish it. 
if if I've moved to neutral. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out, is this something that I can listen to or am I going to need the book? I don't know what my brain is going to do with it. You, I don't know. I've been listening to it on the way to it. It's been my car book. It's yeah. very long. So it's been my car book. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if some of the reason I don't enjoy it is because of the audiobook mm -hmm. or if because I just don't care about this demon kid that much. Is the narration good or is it just uh, okay? It's mediocre. It's not the okay. worst. Mm -hmm. um, but it's fine, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Is that yeah. selling it to you? It's not selling it to you. I may try maybe like, I don't know, the first, depending on how long the chapters are, the first five chapters via audio and see if my brain's like, girl, you need the physical book. What are you doing? Or if I can like listen to the whole thing or not. So on the live I did earlier today, we did talk a bit about Demon Copperhead, Demon Copperhead Sarah and I, and um, everyone was dissecting and whether like do you like dickens and i said no and they're like well, did you like goldfinch and i said yes yes it was fantastic thinking about this so first of all i think the end of the goldfinch is the best so you may have a chance here sarah that at the end i i do pull this into at least not disliking it um but i think one of the things that made me like the goldfinch is that it's rooted in new york and when you root a book in new york I will be more inclined to like it. So this is rooted in, you know, the South and I don't have the same connection to place. And that mm. is hard for me. Interesting. Well, I'm not a New Yorker, so that's yeah. not what rooted me to the Goldfinch. I just thought the story was wonderful and the, and the, and the writing was amazing. I, the I actually like the story of the Goldfinch. I think that Donna Tart can write the shit out of a book and she definitely wrote the shit out of Goldfinch. Yeah. I, I don't particularly enjoy the secret history in terms of the overall story, but mm -hmm. I loved reading it. The writing is fantastic. Yeah. I stopped reading Little Friend because I just, I didn't know where this was going. It felt like a character study and I don't like just character studies. Uh, but I've heard some people say that that's one of their favorites and her best work and so perhaps i need to circle back interesting that. maybe i but, have to pick that one up but i did i did offload it so i may need to rehaul it but anyway but i just i really like donna tart's writing so yeah i don't have any relationship with barbara king Solver, so i don't know did i say her name right i always want to say it wrong <laughs> king solver king solver <laughs> I, I always want to call her king's lover <laughs> And I can't get the letters right in her name. King's lover. <laughs> I cannot get her name right. So I just. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, like, but like Katie Books loves the little friend. Okay. You and Freshly Red and I should try reading the little friend together. Let's I see how we do. I, we can do that. I'll go back to it. Uh, it's a really good She's so good at writing people and the people are, I just didn't know where the hell we were going. Anyway, but we can get there in a, in a buddy. Yeah. Room. I can't, I can't say her name. It's, I, it's, it's not even, let's do it. I've only read one book of hers and that was Unsheltered about four years ago. I did not Barb. love it. Barb. I, yeah, Barb. Yeah, I did not <laughs> love Unsheltered. I didn't hate it, but I was like, I don't care about nothing going on with this situation and I am bored. Now I do own the Poisonwood Bible, which everyone says 
is a phenomenal piece of work, one of her best. So I will probably try reading Copperhead before Poisonwood Bible and just kind of see where I fall because then that'll be like, I've read three books by her. Is she an author for me or not? It would be interesting to find out if I like Poisonwood since that's like one of her big, mm-hmm. her big books. If after, do I have the same sort of feelings or do right. I immediately fall in love with it? Right. Do you own the Poisonwood Bible? No, but it's in okay. like every thrift store ever all the yeah. time. All so the I'm time. Not worried yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, the Marriage Portrait. I don't really have much interest in reading, but I kind of knew it would be on here. Mm-hmm. So it, it felt good to see it there just because I felt like, yes. I mean, I, I haven't it. even read Hamnet yet. It's just sitting on my shelf. It just just collecting dust. I haven't read it yet because everyone tells me I'm going to cry. And I'm just, uh... anyway. Yeah. Um, I feel like this next one, Children of Paradise, I've seen. I don't know what that is. Really like. Um, we should probably look that up then. Um, yeah, that was when I was like, oh, I haven't heard of this one at all. So, I tell you, it's it's so crazy when you when you see these various long lists, and there are so many books that you've never heard of it just reminds you how much literature is out there that oh yeah you will never know about that's how much is out there that you won't ever know about at all apparently it's also a film from 1946 i don't think that the same thing or maybe it is it has a film on the cover is it a book about this movie (laughs) Mm. i don't know camilla here we go. Well, it's about a young woman. Okay. She works at one of the city's oldest cinemas. She cleans the cinemas up. That's her job. So she transformed from a silent drudge to a rebellious insider, and gradually she too becomes part of the paradise, unearthing its secrets, learning its history. It is no surprise when violence strikes, tempers change, the, the group eyes will affix to the screen and starts to wrap it. I mean, I guess it could be. I, that was not a good reading of it. Um, I'm sort of interested, but not like I got to buy the book right now. But I, I'm going to sleep on it for a few weeks <laughs> and see how I feel about it. Now, Cursed Bread, I finally got at least an e-arc of this, and I'm very excited about this. I know you I'm have I'm very this. excited, too. So I have read, um, she wrote The Water Cure, which yeah. I actually was listening to. That was one of the books I listened to on my drive down to see you last year. Mm-hmm. And I am mixed on The Water Cure. I remember. But Cursed Bread sounds really good. Mm-hmm. And I hope that... But also the water cure sounded really good too. So I'm hoping she doesn't fool me again. But I don't know. I hope it's good. I hope it's not just like, oh, there's this mysterious world. And like, what's happening to these girls? And then you just find out like, oh, no, the girls are living in the real world. Like it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Right. Um, I hope that it's not like that. Yeah. Well, And, thank, a- and also, thank goodness it's short. Yeah. So you won't spend your life reading it yeah uh, under 200 pages Mm -hmm. it's it's under 200 pages Mm -hmm. and that's the entire long list 
I mean, then, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot, it's man. It's a lot of books. <laughs> I will tell you, uh, I, I don't know about you, but I, I'm never fully psyched about the women's prize. Mm -mm. Not like I am the booker. Mm -mm. Um, and maybe that's because um, I've heard of a lot of them sometimes, or I don't know. It's just the picks aren't. They don't the like picks are more. Me. They're more commercial, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But sometimes I like book prizes because they pull in books that you've never heard before. Yes, and I think the women's prize, given the very generic, wide scope of what is considered eligible, mm -hmm. you can get a lot of really just more popular fiction-y kind of books that you've all heard and you don't get some of the more obscure mm -hmm. things like booker gets those the smaller prizes get those um so yeah i, I mean although well hang on though although outside of demon copperhead the marriage portrait and memphis and maybe the bandit queens i feel like the rest your average reader would not seek out I don't know. I feel like it's also hard for me to judge what an average reader is because I've been, you and I do this. So yeah. I don't know what an average reader looks like anymore. So like I've been seeing Stoneblind for months now. Oh, well, and that, because she's a very popular um, author. And I've been seeing like certain things in other places. Like I already knew about Curse Bread because I was getting emails from the publisher. And like, so I don't, I don't know what, regular people experience anymore <laughs> yeah i i yeah and like the ones the ones that we the ones that i didn't name like i feel like if i walk in barnes and noble they're not going to be in the new release section on front row yeah you know Sarah, what i mean i'd That's like to know what people i'd like to know what about this list in particular is most exciting is it because you're more invested in the space in general so you are more in tune with the books is it the books themselves for the books of the 16 but i'm terrible with new releases <laughs> yeah uh yeah. i'm only good with things that publishers reach out to me about otherwise same. i have no idea same but. or or there there are certain publishers that I just follow in general because I really like what they put out. Like I may not be um, attached to them um, in any way in terms of like receiving arts, but like I really like what they put out. So I'm always checking what, on what they have. I subscribe to their newsletters. Like how Riverside and I are starting to flirt a little on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, but so we do have some key dates here. So let me actually put them up on the screen because I didn't do that. And then we can move on to Carol. Um, but the 26th of April, we get our shortlist. Not enough time, man. Not it's enough, never enough time. time. Okay. And then June 14th is our winner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So. I'm um, thinking I may get more serious about this prize when the shortlist is announced. Because right now, the only ones that I really, really, really want to read are I'm a fan and Fire Rush. And um, is that it? Yeah. And I mean, Curse Bear, but I already had that before the prize. So, yeah. That's kind of what I'm 
interesting. Sorry. So I, I am listening, but we're also trying to get Hemi to get up. <laughs> so, um, oh, and homesick. Yeah, so homesick, I'm a fan. And fire rush. Did I say black butterflies? Is that the one the other one that I want to read? You were just not sure, but I think yes, and black butterflies. So those are the four that I really, really want to read. And then we'll see what happens with the short list. But again, even with those four, I don't feel like I'm in a rush to get them to read. Uh, I usually ignore the Women's Prize. Honestly, randomly decided to follow it this more more this year. What's next is Miss Carol. Here's hey, Carol. Carol. Hi, Carol. What's crazy about this prize is that look at that prize money. Yeah, that's serious. That's some, is it Melinda Gates who gave all that? I mean, which one? Yeah, of them she gave did? a big chunk of it, didn't she? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of, a lot of money. Yeah. And this one is a little bit more open um, in terms of what you can submit. It's not just um, fiction novels. I believe you can submit short stories. I think poetry. Yeah, I think the narrative style can be a little yeah. bit more loose. And yeah. it's just U.S. and Canada. And I like this one because it's from like January to December of the previous year. Yes, like easy. Make it easy for us. Yeah, I can't follow it. So uh, this one is interesting. I think very much so. You have read or own at least a few of these. Just a couple. So Brown Girls is one that I've had on my list or on my radar for a while by Daphne mm -hmm. Palsy. Andre, Andrea, and, Andre. Why do I try to say people's names? I can't. Every time. I can't. Yeah, I don't. I'm not going to try that one. Mm -mm. Andreas, Andre, Andreas. I've screwed it up. I am sorry, Daphne. But this one's been on my radar for a while. It looks really, really good. I believe it's like set in Pittsburgh. Mm. And... I just feel like what's set in Pittsburgh? How many books do you read set in Pittsburgh? I know. I was like, what's right? set in Pittsburgh? Nothing set in Pittsburgh. I could be really wrong about it, but I'm fairly certain it's set in Pittsburgh. Um, when we were sisters, do, do, you, do you have this one? Mm-mm. But I mean, I've seen it. It's definitely made the rounds, but no, I don't, I don't have that one. I will say that this is like a lot more diverse across the board, across mm -hmm. so many different like ways that you could be diverse it's 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 a very interesting prize picks yeah have. um as opposed to i guess the woman's prize yeah um but i guess that speaks to the whole woman's prize being a little bit more commercial yeah oh remember they had that dust up with uh, a quickie ameze a few years ago oh yeah they're basically like group you're a lady yeah <laughs> go away yeah um, uh so when we were sisters traces the intense bond of three orphaned siblings who after their parents die or left die are left to raise one another to debut uh the one sister grows up and must contend with the collision of her private and public worlds and choose whether to remain in the life of love, sorrow, and codependency that she's known or carve out a new path for herself. Mm -hmm. Perils of being three Muslim American girls alone against the world. That sounds like it could be really interesting. And it's One World. What if we read recently by One World that was really good? 
world. Is that um, is that Boulder? No, that's and other stories. Ah, uh, I feel like I read something recently. I don't anyway, know. That one also does not tickle my fancy. No? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, what about natural history? A collection of stories. No. <laughs> Activities Here's the thing. daily living? Yes, I know about that one. I actually would like to read that one. Yeah. Here's the thing about it's so weird, right? Because recently, and when I say recently, I mean, let's just say over the last 12 months, I've read not a lot, but like a handful of short story collections, uh, which is not my typical thing to read, but I've enjoyed them all. But yet, when a short story collection is presented to me, my immediate answer is always, nope, I don't want it. But normally I end up really liking them. But I still reject them first. It's so strange. I think what a lot I of say? people don't like short story collections. It seems to be a common discussion that happens um, amongst different book groups I'm in where you have like the staunch like short story readers, the people that are like, yeah. yes, I am a fan. And then everybody else is like, please don't give me short stories. And I don't mind. And I guess I understand the arguments against short stories because it's like, what if, like, there's usually a handful of them that are good. The rest of them are bad. What do you do with that? What if you only like one? Yeah. I get that. I prefer when there's some interconnected thread. Like, when we read the stories from the tenants downstairs yeah like i really like those not only are they good stories but there's some sort of thread that connects them mm. and you got to see certain characters again and um you're gonna hate editing the audio I'm for i was just thinking this is gonna be the worst episode <laughs> to edit i was oh, i like, was thrilled i was dogs. just thinking that you got dogs coming in you got haters. i was like you this one's gonna me. be a nightmare to edit <laughs> sorry um can't help it uh it's 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 just one of those things yeah <laughs> um yeah i mean it it just really depends and so i don't i don't know why i'm still rejecting them like that's like my immediate response because most of the time i really do enjoy them so you know what May, you know what maybe i will get natural history okay maybe i, think I you will pick up a random collection of short stories like this one night natural history and tell me how you feel about it yeah challenge yourself sometimes yeah. we need to read outside of our preferred i mean genres. i've just read like three short story collections like this year well, <laughs> you, i feel like you've been reading a lot of them to be fair I have, and they've been really good again really good tenants was really good super good dude love tenants um <laughs> And you get dogs too. Uh, yeah. Activities of daily living. I just pulled up, and it sounds like there's dementia in here. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I do enjoy things that look at stuff like that. But I don't. Yep. I don't. I'm just trying to read and think. And the dog is. I'm trying to be quiet while Mercy drinks so you can cut it out anyways <laughs> a searching sharply observed debut novel on the interconnection between work and life loneliness and kinship and the projects to occupy your time mm -hmm. yeah so we, alice is a taiwanese immigrant in her late 
30s in the off hours from her day job she struggles to create a project about the enigmatic enigmatic there we go downtown performance artist Taiching has she that said wrong and his monumental year-long 1980s performance pieces meanwhile she becomes a caretaker for her aging stepfather a vietnam vet whose dream of making traditional chinese furniture dissolved into alcoholism and dementia here for it that sounds really good yeah i i'm here for that one yeah i like that um i haven't seen anything about this god isn't here today i have i can't get away from this damn book really mm-hmm you know what happened speaking of god um so you know how i watch a lot of like things that are critical of like evangelicals and stuff um mm -hmm. so youtube has started recommending me like actual bible stuff and i'm like oh. you're missing the nuance of what i watch that's related to god on your platform the algorithm YouTube. does not do nuance you, that's the you problem. are not understanding that i don't want <laughs> i don't want that <laughs> well it also doesn't understand even if you do watch a particular thing, it doesn't mean that from now on, I want to keep seeing that same topic from like 50 other YouTubers. True. But I, I digress. <laughs> it's neither here nor there. Yeah. But I just, since, since God isn't here today, God also just needs to not be in my Not in your, um, in feed. your feed, okay? Oh, so for fans of Chuck Palin, Palin, yeah. That's a weird collection of people. Chuck Palin, no, I can't say his name. Joyce Carol Oates and Carol Karen Russell. Yeah, I don't know who Karen Russell is, but, but um, I'm assuming those are three very strange people to have together right. in a collection. Right, exactly. Exactly. Is it short stories too? Mm-hmm. It is. Is this just like a short story collection prize? No. It's just that they're open to all forms. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's something I feel like somebody else needs to read first and tell me if I need to write, read it. I'll let you know. Thanks. I am curious about Women of Light. This, um, I've heard good things about. I believe we have this on our Libro picks. Do we? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You might not have asked for it. But... Maybe not. I don't know, but it's everywhere. It's on Scribd. It's on, the, on my hoopla, so. Yeah. I'll probably give it a listen. Give it a little look-see. Yeah. Let There Be Light looks like a coloring book. Yes. It's just, just my initial thoughts, because I don't know anything about this. This looks like a coloring book. It sure does. That I think seems it's one of insulting. those like memoir coloring books. Is it a coloring? But is it really a coloring book? It, or is it a graphic novel? Hang on. I think it is open to graphic novels. It may be a graphic novel. I'm not sure. Now, I'm, I wish that they needed to like, tell you what it is. That would be helpful. Let There Be Light, the real story of her creation. It's a graphic novel. I was like, I'm fairly certain it wasn't open to like coloring books. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one I have no interest in. Uh, it's a reimagining of Genesis with God as a woman. I don't care. Yeah. I'm sure it's wonderful, but I don't care. We should not be afraid of the sky. An epic boundary pushing tale of five young women rebelling against an era that relies on their submission. Hmm. I don't even know what that means. 
I don't know. I just get triggered when I read the word submission. Okay. Uh, thank you, Mr. Nixon. Do you get tri triggered when you see the word Nixon? I should. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. You're going to hate me editing. I just don't care anymore. We've gone too I, far. I, I, yeah, I'm going to put a caveat in the shows. Like, this, this is what you're getting this week. We love yeah. you. And uh, goodbye. <laughs> the acclaimed award author of The Resistors takes measure of the 50 years since the opening of China and its unexpected effects on the lives of ordinary people. Ooh, this sounds interesting. It is a Every unique book that only Jen could write a story collection, a story collection accruing <sighs> the powerful, the power of a novel as it proceeds a work with, Cynthia Zick, I don't know, art beyond art and life itself. Uh, now I don't want to read it. No, I'm not doing it. I'm going to tell you, you that right now. You lost me. As that sentence went on, you lost me. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Now, the next one, Juni, I've seen, and that that's on my want to read list. Um, So perhaps I'll read that one. A riveting exploration of the complexity Bye, within mother-daughter relationships and the dynamic vitality of Vancouver's former Hogan's Alley neighborhood. I'll All right, read this one, yeah. But again, I'm in no rush to. But at some point, I'll read it. Somebody read what we feed the Banticore recently in, mm. in my sphere and liked that. So I'm curious. Are you though? It says, I don't know. It says, uh, it, it says takes, stories. But no, no, no. That's not. That's not what 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 it says is. It takes readers inside the minds of a full cast of animal narrators to understand no, the truth. No, exactly. no, I don't want it. I don't you want don't it. Want I don't it. want it. I don't, don't want it anywhere want near it. me. No, thank you. Thank you for continuing to read that, Naomi, yeah, before no. I invested in more like my, my, my anthropomorphized animals. My eyeballs went directly to animal narrators. I was like, this is not for her. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me, okay. Let, let's just talk for a second. I'm okay. Yes, I, I see. Hello. Hi, I see that you love, you love, you're dying for this. I, I think a lot of people will, will be dying for it. I think they will. I am not the person and I don't get how to explain how much, like, I'm fine with like legends of lattes, right? Creatures, uh, mythical, regular, talking, doing things, creatures interacting with humans and talking and doing things. Cool. But like a horse mm -hmm. drinking, mm -hmm. a dog doing human. Th it's just I can't. Yeah, like, my brain can't do it, Naomi. I can't. I and I'm. This is a purely Alyssa thing. I I know it, but I can't do it. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like it's whatever your preference is. But um, this does not make me want to run out and get the book either. But you know, whatever. I know a lot know. of people are going to love it, and also a lot of people probably aren't. But that's every book, right? Yeah. But the other uh, paper and knots or paper knots—I can't see the screen right now. The furrows over here at the end. This one I am excited about, and we'll get to it at the end. Um, but we measure the Earth with our bodies. The cover makes me want to read it. The cover is very much giving me maps of our spectacular bodies vibes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I still have to start. Um, but everyone's got me like so confused on how to feel about that. 
about. Hi, Thank you. Sam's easier. <laughs> about maps? About that book? Uh, yeah. Why? What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Why? Because some people really hate it. Why? Because uh, they liked it in the beginning, and then as it went on, it got tedious, and they got bored. Oh, okay. And I'm just upset because I really wanted to like that. Oh, I, I really liked it. We really measure it. the earth with our bodies. A compelling and profound debut novel about a Tibetan family's journey through exile. Um, I don't know. Maybe. This is a maybe for me. I think somebody needs to read it first. Yeah, this is a maybe. We know the sleeping car porter is good, and I do really want to read that. It's fantastic. I know that I've you love that book. I've talked about this on the podcast at least three times. And I read need to get this it. book. Phenomenal. I need to get it. You absolutely do. It is worth your time. Read it, people. And then we have what elsewhere? Oh, elsewhere. Uh, uh, okay, elsewhere. Um, Alexis, I don't know how to say that last name, conjures a community in which girls become wives, wives become mothers, and some of them quite simply disappear. Huh? That I'll read. Just for that. Um, but the furrows, I saw on somebody's long list record like predictions for the woman's prize. I think I just popped my knee out, but that's cool. It's uh I good. got two of them. Uh this sounded really good and I had never heard of it before. It's really good. You read it? I read it. I read this already. And um it is something else. It's got some magical realism in there. It was kind of giving me like from the recommendation and from the stories, like something that could have come from River Solomon. I wouldn't go that far. Not that far, but mm -mm, are I we are we leaning that way? I was I that's not what I was feeling when I was reading it. It's not so so I feel like River Solomon is extremely creative in their thinking. Mm -hmm. Um and I didn't feel that way reading this. I felt like it was very deep in mm. terms of grief and loss. Maybe it's the and setup feels the, like something that could set up a River Solomon novel and that that would then go to mm, places that are different. May I didn't feel that way, but you know. I haven't read it. You've yeah. read it. So I'm just looking yeah. at like, I'm looking at the summary with my own, you know. Yeah, but. Zero understanding of what the book is. It's very interesting and um, it's very heady. And sometimes you're like, "What? wait, what did I just read? Uh, but I am glad that I also bought her uh, sci-fi book uh, called The Old Drift. I want to get into that soon. But this yeah, that's, is fantastic. That one I'm super excited about. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I made it to one of these two prizes. Because mm -hmm. um, it did sound really good. Yeah. Um, She's a great writer. Yeah. Have you heard anybody use the phrase thinky, like thinky woman? It's a thinky woman book. That's an old term, though. It sounds terrible. I don't like it. <laughs> um. Anyway, so then here we're just going in terms of like shitty websites, I think is what's happening. I oh, hang on. So I do. I did pick up a book by Carol Shields. Oh, look at that. Um, so Caleb wanted to go to McKay because he wanted some more manga books. And I was like, okay, well, hang tight because I have a lot of books to unhaul. So 
I unhauled like, I don't know, like 50 books or so. And um, I got a stack of books, you know, an arm full, which is a, a little for me. And I was like, wait a minute, does that say Carol Shields? So I got the Stone Diaries, uh, which was a Pulitzer Prize winner. Yeah, I know she's a Pulitzer. I didn't know that. So we'll see if I like her writing. All right. So Sam says that she liked the old drift, but it was a bit long. Yes, it is long. It is a long. Um, so let me hold on for a second. Let's see if we can find. I will give the Women's Prize this. I think the Women's Prize did a really great job on their website. That was lovely to go through mm-hmm. for, you know. Yeah. Live purposes. Uh, so five shortlisted titles will be announced on April 6th for Carol Shields. And the winner will be on May 4th. So April's going to be busy. It's so busy. Yeah. So busy. And that's super close. That's it is. like two weeks. It is. I got to find this furrows because I do want to read this one. Yeah. I think of this whole list. I want to read Brown Girls, which I've wanted to read. Mm-hmm. Um, Activities of Daily Living is new. Woman of Light is like new moving itch. up. Yeah, like it's moving up in my desire to read it. Um, Sleeping Car Porter is not new, but I just need to get it. And The Furrows is new and I need to read it. So it's really, what's that? Like five books, four books, five books. Otherwise, I'm not. There's your shortlist. Make that your shortlist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's that guy. And then we have the biggie. It's time for the International Booker. Oh, okay. So we can go this way. I did find a nice spot here now. Okay. I'm trying to find like a good way to show it to everybody. So here we go. Yeah. And I've already gone live once about this. So I am ready. I am primed. Yes. This was announced at three o'clock this morning and I was awake for it because I don't sleep. Um. Now, Naomi, I would like you to lead the discussion because I've already done this once and I will fill in my thoughts. Sound good? Yeah. Uh, you want me to name the books or are you going to name them? I'll, I'll name them, but oh. I want you to like say your thoughts first and then I'll chime in. Does that make sense? All right. So Ninth Building. I've never heard of it. So... I haven't heard of that one, which really excites me. This is one of the reasons why I love this list so much because nine times out of 10, the majority of the books that are long listed, I have never heard of the author before. And that's Mm -hmm. really what I'm in these prizes for. I'm into following these prizes for author discovery. Yeah. (laughs) That is what excites me about it. So I can always count on the international booker to throw books at me that I have never heard of these authors before. And ninth building is one of them. I'm never heard of this author. Never heard of this book. I have not seen, is this even out yet? Probably I out don't in the UK. think it's out in the U S yet. I, I, somewhere I have a list of the ones that aren't out in the U S yet, but I, I think ninth, no ninth building is out. And I think it's on script. If you want to get the ebook, I did this earlier this morning, trying to find them. And Ninth Building, I think, is about the Cultural Revolution in China. So it's a very interesting, like, thematically, it's very interesting. And, yes, it is a heavy Fitzcarraldo year. Last year is Tilted Access. This year it's a heavy Fitz year. I don't know why. There's not one Tilted Access on here, which is weird to me. Or Charcoal, which is weird. Yeah. 
Uh, like there's no Latin American authors on here, right? Um, I feel like there's one, but I'm not sure who yet because I can't remember. Uh, a system of, of magnificent, a system so magnificent it's blinding is out in the US and I did have I do have it on my Kindle now from the library, but it's a it's one of the chunky ones. So um Ninth Building is a collection of vignettes. Yes, so, so they're like interconnected sort mm -hmm. of stories. So and I think it's giving you different perspectives on the cultural evolution in China. Yeah. It definitely sounds interesting. This yeah. one, ninth building sounds shortlist worthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It could be shit, but it sounds shortlist worthy. A system so magnificent. Um, I don't know about this one in general. I cannot remember what this one's about. It's a joyful family saga about free will forgiveness ah, right. and interconnection poses a question. Are we free to create our own destinies or are we just part of a system beyond our control? It's very, it's one of the longer ones. Yeah. So I can tell you, I've already figured out which ones I'm buying. Like now, this is not one of them. I'm going to wait to get this one. I'm not currently buying anything. I sourced most of what I could already. And yeah. I have like future holds in place for some of my libraries for some of the ones that I can't get right now. So yeah. hopefully when they get them, I'll get them. Um, Stillborn. That's one of the three that I already knew about and already wanted to read. Stillborn I'm super excited about. It gives me a bit of like breast and eggs vibes in mm -hmm. terms of dealing with, you know, fertility and motherhood, wanting to be a mother, um, all of that. So I, I feel like Stillborn is giving me uh, rootless vibes, which I'll talk about as my recommendation at the mm. end of the show. Ooh. Um, it's also giving me a little bit of Boulder vibes. Yeah, it, it, it it's hitting a lot of things that I like. So mm -hmm. I have faith in Stillborn. Mm -hmm. uh, I would like to see it shortlisted without having read it just because it feels like an illicit kind of book. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to read it. That one I'm definitely trying to read. I don't know if I've located a copy yet, but I'm working on it. Yeah. Uh, Pyre, I've heard really good things about. I've heard nothing about this book. I know nothing about it. And I'm very curious. I've heard... Let's look it up because I've heard almost like it's kind of like Romeo and Juliet vibes. Yeah, um, so it says young love is pitted against social discrimination in Paramal Muragon's powerful and compelling novel set in the rural Tamal Nadu of 1980s. And I guess this author's a little bit, I don't know this author myself, but I guess they're a little controversial. Mm. Um, I'm curious about this one. Yeah. This one piqued my interest. I think this one's on Hoopla for the US people. I think this one's on Hoopla. Okay. Uh, I have not. Do I know what this? I don't know if I know what the stillborn cover looks like in the U.S. I only know what the Fitz cover obviously looks like. Yeah. All right. What's the, the problem with one? having oh. a lot of people in your? Oh, I do like the stillborn cover. That is pretty. Anyway, um, when we were dreaming, in even in my last live today, not a lot of people had anything to say about when we were dreaming, and I think this is a book that. He while we were dreaming oh whatever um i think they had another book 
out like a couple of years ago and this is the one that has like it's like bricks and mortar or something like that and it's like mm-hmm. weird form i don't know it just just doesn't call to me for this some one does reason. not call to me either it's not on my first round of i gotta get this book and that probably means it's gonna win don't say anything i don't know something's telling me it's so weird i don't know why i have no reason to think this because i haven't read anything something's telling me that time shelter is going to win but we'll get i would like time shelter to win uh that one i've been really excited about for a little bit but we'll get down to that one in the next row the birthday party is like a french mystery slow burn thriller yeah so that is one that i already knew about because it came out from transit books and um, that is on my list. So I was very excited about that. That one's also on Hoopla, but as an ebook. So that's not going to help you, but there are mm-hmm. other ones. In no, but it's in my cart. I'm buying that one as yeah, well. Yeah, who might like it? Uh, I'm nervous about the birthday party because the last time I read a French thriller was Freshwater for Flowers. Mm-hmm. And though I enjoyed it in general, it was too long. And this one's also rather long, and it's already being build as being a slow burn mm-hmm. so i'm i i'm wondering if i'm gonna just gonna end up finding it tedious but i won't know until i start it so yeah i do have some hesitancies there Got and then it. we have jimmy hendrix live in live 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 um this yeah, is this is so andre kirkov is a, a very famous ukrainian author yes but he writes in russian he's about to not do that anymore and i he has another book that i own that i haven't read yet called gray bees mm-hmm. so i don't know i don't know about this book I, I nobody that i've talked to so far has been like this is going to be fantastic so i don't know i don't know what's up with this one yeah this is one i'm not going to buy right off i'm going to yeah. wait and see i don't know I'm, just not, I'm not buying it. Yeah. Uh, is Mother Dead, however? I'm I am buying that to one. get my hands on because this book sounds right up my alley, just kind of mm-hmm. like stillborn. Things around, things around like women and your choices about motherhood or motherhood like, is really big with right your now. mother and yeah. all that. Like, I'm always down to explore that because I think that's kind of timeless and really brings people together because we all kind of have different relationships with our own mothers or with ourselves uh which one's not out until august there's one that was out not out until august and i can't remember which one it is is it is mother dead or is it jimmy hendrax live in no it's mother dead you can get that on amazon right now it might be the my cart (laughs) it's in your cart it's in my cart i i got shamed out of buying books this morning so oh Um, i have a couple in my cart at for Amazon, and then I have like most of them in my cart at Blackwell's. I had a, I think I still have a little cart at Blackwell's though. I just haven't hit. Um, standing heavy, I'm that's not in my cart. I'm, I don't know. I think after the live we did this afternoon, I'm more inclined to possibly wanting to read. Mm-hmm. Um, I think think because so it's supposed to be like a satire set in like a flower factory or something and it's gonna hit on like colonialism and um like undocumented workers and stuff like that which could be really interesting mm-hmm. or i could just not enjoy it but we'll see yeah 
Uh, time shelter, I'm super interested in. That's my uh, part. That's, and, and that's the that's one of the last ones that I already knew about. So I've been waiting for this. And Time Shelter's audio is on Hoopla if anybody wants to listen to it. it I've so Bob the Booker, who's the sweetest person on the world, uh, I was talking about this maybe last week or two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it sounded so good. And I just it's been on my radar since then. I'd never heard of it before. And when we started really getting serious about Booker picks, I was like, I hope that it's on there and here it yeah. is. So I'm super psyched because that'll make yeah. me read it sooner. This is the first one I like to read. Yeah. As opposed to lingering in the background, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. So, uh, the gospel according to the new world. That's I'm not, my part. I'm not initially drawn to this, but then people tell me, it this author is like phenomenal yeah it's in my cart it's in my amazon cart i want to read it i want to read it oh stillborn's not available to august that's the one i don't i knew that oh, yeah, was, i got stillborn on my card at black whales one like i think at the end of this month one that's in like august uh, april and then there was like one that was in um not coming out until like I guess I don't pay attention or care about the release dates because if it's not out in the U.S., I just order from Black Wells. That's well, one good. of these. One of these isn't actually out in. It might be. It might be live from Lviv. Mm. It's not out until April. I could be wrong, but something's not even out yet in um, the U.K. But is out obviously in the time frame for the book. Yeah. Uh, Whale. I did not care about until people started talking about it and telling me like, cause I guess um, books in bow. Oh, he reviewed. They had to stop. Hated this book. They had to stop reading. They were like, um, I can't go on with this. They're uh, I'm curious to read this now because it's so, it seems so contentious and I want to know why. Yep. It's in the cart. I need to know. And I want to know why it's why they feel that way about it and why it may be on this list. Yes, you all. Blackwells is our friend. Yeah, Blackwells. Not that I can buy books because the Plex Discord will come to me for me. But I have Whale on like Smart Tag at Libby. So hopefully, I think that one's out in a couple weeks here. So mm-hmm. hopefully they'll get a copy and I can I can get myself, you know, reading it. And then there's right. our, our book. There's Boulder. Our gal. There Boulder. is Boulder. Which, she made you, it. <laughs> were you kind of shocked to see her on the list? Um, yes and no. I I guess I hadn't really thought about it, but as the closer we got to the long list date, people started saying, "Oh, maybe Boulder will, will make it." And I was Thank like, you, "Oh, Carrie. I was like, oh, Carrie maybe gives will. me permission to buy." You're gonna have to go up against other people though, and Emma's mean. Emma won't let you let me buy books. <laughs> it's good that I have mean people that won't let me buy books. What is wrong, Mercy? No one's no, paying it's attention. Ex- to it's you? exciting. Um, I, yeah. I'm excited to see Boulder on there. I really mm-hmm. do think that Boulder's great. And I just, I never really considered it for, it just felt so, it's such like a small novel in general and not just in size. Um, 
I didn't feel, I just didn't think, I just didn't think that it would be there. I don't know. I yeah. Maybe it's because it's like we picked it for a book club pick and it's like, well, who are we? <laughs> yeah. We're, we're not people that can pick the international booker. <laughs> but, but now that you see it on there and now that you, when we think back to our discussion about it, it does it make sense. sense that mm -hmm. it made the cut. Yeah. Sure. Now yeah. let's talk about some of the ones that didn't make the cut. Like everyone really thought that our sure night was going to make. The I list. don't know how that's not on there. Wait, before you get there, let's just, cause I, I'll get rid of this thing. Uh, when do we get our, when did I hate this website so much? Uh, <laughs> this is my least favorite of all the websites. When do we, what are our dates? What do we care about? So the short list is, um, what is the short list? Um, the short list is There's, April 18th, 18th and then the winner will be announced May 23rd. Okay. So we're going to get rid of this now and we're going to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only book we've read, I think too, unless Naomi's got one in there that I missed, um, from, International Booker. Yeah, no, that's 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 it. That's it. I am shocked that our share of night is not in there. Yeah, and I'm I a little too. a little shocked that Greek lessons didn't get a nod because people were thinking that too. Because mm -hmm. talking now, I don't. I will talk about this after we've all read it, but I don't know if it's. I don't believe it's a strong Han Kang. You said something like that in passing. I, I still feel like it's something that the Booker would give a nod to. So mm -hmm. that's what it feels weird. Yeah. Booker judges, why didn't you all pick this? That one seems weird. Why? Now that you told me about it, that one sounds good. <laughs> but it feels like this year they're really bordering on, like they're really focusing on, wow, I've been talking on the internet for too long today. Um, it feels like they're focusing on motherhood and mothering and like babies and women, women. Yeah. yeah. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Yeah. And I don't know what this Ukrainian book is. I don't know if they picked it because this was the only like Ukrainian novel put forward for the prize mm -hmm. that was eligible this year. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it has a lot of merit. It doesn't seem to, oh, children, we were doing so well. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It feels a little bit out of sync with some of the other books, but we haven't read it yet. So we don't know. Um, Time shelter sounds really, really good and very, yes. I would, I, I, I hope, that I enjoy it as much as I am expecting to. I mm -hmm. think the concepts of, or the, the whole idea of dealing with dementia and then other people wanting to go back and live in the nostalgia of a certain time. I think that that's very, I feel like it's an interesting leap to go to from pandemic fiction mm -hmm. to go from all of the very straight narrative of pandemic fiction to like, what do you do to cope when right. you're living in a world that's too much? I think that's an interesting thought yeah. exercise. Um, I don't know. I'm curious about this one. I'm definitely more curious about the international booker than I am about the other two. Mm -hmm. um, but I still don't think I'm going to read all of them. Are you going to read all of them? Um, I 
don't know. I'll, I may get pretty close. I mean, there are only three on here. That's not true. The only one that I'm really not super psyched about is the Jimi Hendrix one. I just don't understand what it's going to be about. And I guess that Kirkhoff has some element of magical realism, which I do like. Um, but Sam says all the mother books uh, are quite topical for the U.S. And it's not a U.S. prize. So we may be draw more drawn to that topic than mm -hmm. perhaps other places. But I do know that other countries are looking at us like, what are you doing? I saw something recently that uh, there's... I don't know if it's true or not because uh, it was probably I saw it on TikTok, but they're outside of the U.S. There's different groups, like like almost like an Amnesty International kind of thing, mm -hmm. looking at us and being like, "We need to do something." Oh wow! Because <laughs> of, they are messed up <laughs> because of like the rights that are being infringed on, especially yeah. now that things are really amping up. Um, between what's happening with women and what's happening with like trans rights, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, it's definitely a topic that's really important. Um, I, I don't believe I can recall anything that's explicitly queer outside of Boulder on this list. Yeah. I mean, when usually Booker loves a queer book. So yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if it was Boulder? <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Some sometimes you don't know that there's queerness in the novel. Yeah, you wouldn't know until we start reading them. Yeah, but like some of the other books are like, or maybe it's just like regular bookers a lot more into like queer books or like books about trauma. You know, it's so funny because the regular booker I normally don't really pay attention to or get excited mm. about. It's just the international book that really like tickles my fancy. Well, this year's the first year that I'm, I, well, I'm not reading Booth because I don't want to, but I will read almost all of the Booker Prize from last year. Mm -hmm. And this is the first, cause I'm doing it with Dee Dee Reads and I'm doing it at once. This, this whole like thing on, on, in the book community where you're like, I'm going to read the long list in like the two weeks that I have. I can't function like that. Yeah. Um, but I do like pulling books from the lists to read. Yeah. And I do like doing the Booker Prize at one a month. I think that it works really nicely for me and the way I mm -hmm. read. And I'm glad that I'm finally reading the whole list. This works. If someone did this with International Booker, I'd be happy. I mean, we could do with the international booker. Do you want to do it with international we booker? We should do it with the international booker. Because Let's I I would happen. like a less pressure-filled thing. And then I'd be more likely to read them. And I wouldn't feel bad about... So, like, I already have to read all these books for the BookTube prize, right? And if I don't like them, I have to kind of keep going so that I can... At least read most of them so that I... Most of the books so that I can at least fairly judge it and most of the book means i just finished it every time but yeah um i can't just bail when i don't like it and yeah i already have that going so doing that kind of with these prizes on a short term is it it just gives me too much stress and i want to enjoy reading yeah i feel you on that 
And I keep seeing all these videos on BookTube um, about, I, and I think it's all part of this conversation that, you know, you and I have talked about with these articles that are like book hoarding and, and numbers and the whole everybody, the, the TikTokification of book to, of reading and all of that. Yeah. And I think it's easy when you create content around anything to lose the joy that you had in the thing you're making content on. Right. Or anytime you mon- you monetize something that you enjoy, mm-hmm. that can happen too. Um, Cause not all, most of booktube is not monetized. I don't. Think. Right. Uh, Cause there's a lot of. Well, now with all the hoops they put you through to even get to the level of being the able amount to be of monetized. wonderful, like wonderful small creators. The lady I sent in to you, I sent her to you and I sent her to the discord that Anna lady uh, about, was the thing about Elena Ferrante. Mm-hmm. I love, I just randomly found her. She's oh, got, that's going to be my nighttime viewing tonight, lovely. by the way. She's lovely. And like, there's so many people like that out there. There really are. There are some so, fantastic booktubers out there. But it's exhausting. Like, you can quickly get exhausted or tired or burnt out if you're caring about all these things. But I will say this, right? Okay, so I think that I don't want to say people are rushing to read them by the short list, but like you just want to read it while everyone else will read it the, is the, the long list too. So you can converse about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be doing it while it's happening because that's the fun of it. That's the community aspect of reading the long list with your fellow book. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. Like I, I and I guess because reading itself takes so much time mm-hmm. that it would be, it can get really overwhelming because you want to have all the discussions or you want to get, you want to get your video out first, or you want to like get through the thing or you have this stack and it's like, I'm excited, but then you're overwhelmed. And so it can get, I just, I just like to take some of the pressure off. So if knowing that I'm going to get to these books and I have a plan to do them in a 12 month period, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine with that. And I don't need to read them before the prize comes out to be able to, I'm not judging the prize. Mm-hmm. I don't care. The book two prize gives me stress because I'm judging that. I have to read. Like I'm judging that. <laughs> I, I'm going to be very honest. This is why I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I no. was like, I'm not doing it. I'm too all over the place with my reading as it is. So, so I was like, I'm not doing it. So Sam, I don't know if you mean Booker like regular Booker or Booker inter- international Booker or both when you say Booker here, but I know that for next year you can hook up with Dee Dee Reads if you don't already and do the Booker for the year long and you get through all of them and it's really nice. It's just nice. It's nice to meet at the end of every month on a Zoom she says regular book and talk about the book and the people are really lovely. It's a nice little book hub. Um, I felt like I was being a little offensive over my hatred of a William, but that's okay. And cause they're also nice. And I'm like, that book was trash, <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of like that. And if, and if we want to do that um, regular booker, if we want to do that for international booker, I think that would be lovely spreading them out and doing yeah. it. Not to like encroach on what Didi does, but like Didi well, does what Didi does, and I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, most but, of the time, so I don't, I don't even think about it like that. But it's nice to like stretch it out and 
kind of have a regular just we're going to talk about it and if you can't make it you can't make it you like i'm still mad that i couldn't make the trees discussion because i was yeah. in spain and i just i fell asleep i tried i stayed up so late and then i just <laughs> i didn't make it yeah we should we should do that i love the idea of spreading them out i'm going to try and read them all before the winter is announced but it is unrealistic if i'm honest with myself it's totally unrealistic and i know it's unrealistic so i like the idea of spreading it out Although I do feel like last year, because we had those two chunkers on the list, Tuma Sand and the Books of Jacob, that that made it, it that much more difficult. Yeah. Ooh, you're reading mm. the books from the 70s and 80s, and some of them are hard to get. Exciting. I like that. Yeah. The Dee's group is really cute. Maybe we just need to start a little, like, sister group of just International Booker to get yeah. through these. And whatever else ever, yeah. Um, I don't mind reading the long list over a long period mm -hmm. because if I don't like it, I don't like it. It's cool. I didn't waste two weeks of my life, you know, I just kind of yeah. like started reading it, but I don't like reading. Yeah. I don't like reading it condensed. Yeah. You know, short list. I might do condensed maybe, but I, even then, I don't know. I want somebody else to read it first. Like, I like when you read the book and tell me if I should read <laughs> I mean, that's how this functioned until last year. Was like you'd be true. like, Alyssa, I read a book and it was great. And it was yeah. on this, the, and that list and you should read it. And I went, cool. I'll read it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, well, you know, I love the international booker. So I know you do. I'm, I'm mad that like tilted access isn't on there, but I don't know what they would have had this year the top of my head to go in um charco seems weird because i know that there were a couple books from charco that were like favorites mm -hmm. but later this year we get um the claudio pinero or yes. i say her name correctly um her newest or her newest, newest, tra newest so, translated so i wonder if that would be a contender for next year so maybe we'll see maybe we'll see. I only have the capacity for reading eight to 12 books a month. And if I read stuff I hate, I get stuck. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to, I'm getting better about DNFing things I don't like, but I'm not as good as I would like to. And then sometimes I want to finish the book I don't like so that I can trash it. I hate when I'm reading a book and I'm not hating it. But I also don't really want to continue. But there's something going on in the book that keeps me in because it's just one tiny little thing that I need to know how it turns out or works out. And that's what keeps me in it. Although I'm not fully enjoying it, but it's just one thing that's just going to niggle at me if I, I will say see what's happening. So, you know how like people argue like well, does the book ever really turn it around? Like just, just DNF it or you know, you hear all kinds of arguments around finishing the book, not finishing the book, et cetera. And the reason why it's so hard for me to DNF, and I've been trying to get better at it, and I do do it more than I think I ever did before, other than just like I put the book down and I forgot about it. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> um, like purposely being like, I'm done. I just finished a book. I have a review going up tomorrow about it. Um, One Moonlit Night, because Katie Books was who's a Welsh screener over here. Um, 
he tasked everybody for this like Welsh read along that's going on this mm-hmm. month to read this one book. Um, and for like the UK people, I think he said like you can contact him and he will send you a copy of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how much he wants people to learn more about Wales. And so I read this book, and I'll be honest with you, I did not like this book. I was gonna DNF this book. It's a short book, but like I was yeah. gonna DNF this book. Like 20% in, I was like, I can't with this book. Like, I get it. It's like a kid. I get it. Like, whatever. It's fine. And then at the end, there really was quite the little twist that changed the whole mm-hmm. the whole book for me. And I had no idea. It's not like a thriller or something where you, like, you know there's the potential for a twist. Like, I had no idea where this was going. I was like, this just sounds like a series of rather boring Yeah stories about a child <laughs> like one yeah. right after another every chapter and there was a thriller aspect to it in that like it twists not that it's a thriller but like there is that twist at the end and that just made me sort of <laughs> it took the wind out of my sails a little bit and how like confident i was getting and like i can dnf books and now i'm like god damn it maybe yeah. i shouldn't <laughs> i I feel like the more the more I learn who I am as a reader, the less I have to DNF. Because I feel like I'm getting better and better at picking things that are going to jive with me. Yeah, see, Carrie, that's the problem. Is that every time that happens where the end turns it around for you makes me then second guess. Like the next time I get to a book. But then there's books like The Snow Child where, no, I did not. It never got any better. Why? But then I was determined to finish it because I want to be able to trash it. So if you come to me and you're like, this was great, I can be like, absolutely not. And here's why. Because I've read the (laughs) entire thing. And I'm going to tell you why it stinks. Oh, I want to know um, what books did you DNF from the Booker last year? Oh yeah, what you what you DNF? let us know. So it was were either of them Treacle Walker? Oh man, that <laughs> it seems like no one liked that book. No, okay. So here's the thing with Treacle Walker: if you're American, you didn't like that book for the most part because we have no idea what's going on in it. If you are British, you have a good chance of really loving that book. I mean, loving mm-hmm. that book. Because it somehow speaks to whatever your childhood was. Uh, I read Orange Eats Creeps. Mm, Orange Eats Creeps. I've never even heard of that. I know, right? Oh, glory. Well. And I'm going to tell you, I know that you like Nightcrawling, Naomi. I do. I do. I thought it was good. It was fine. But I do not think that it's Booker Contender. I do not think it is. Mm, I don't. I I just feel like it was. I don't know. Like it was out of place. So like I'm judging it. I felt like I was judging it. More harshly because you were calling me it was a Booker book. And I don't think it stands up for that. Mm, interesting. I really thought it was good. I mean, you know, when did she I don't, start that book when she was 17? Yeah. I don't think there is a headspace for Glory, but that's me. We've covered this. Yeah. But there are there are p- 
portions of glory that are really well done. And that's what made me never not want to say like, I'm never reading from this author again. I just can't do that book. And um, we need new names, which is our first book. Mm-hmm. I love that. That was a great book. That was good. Uh, yeah. See if you can try. I read it. I listened to it. I read it. I read and listened along. I did everything and I just, this is not for me. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm most excited about the International Booker, of course. That's my favorite one. But, um, you know, I'll pick and choose from the other two lists to uh, see what I want to get my hands on and read. Yeah, it's nice to just, like, I don't think I would have really even noticed Homesick Mm -hmm. if it wasn't on the list. And having Stoneblind on that list, too, makes me move it up. And, like, when we move light, makes me move it up. And, Yeah. Sometimes those other lists are nice to remind you of books that you were like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounded all right. <laughs> yeah. <for laughs> I'll sure. read it. For sure. For sure. So um, I need to remember what my, what to read next book is. Oh. Got- it's, not, it's not a physical book, so I have to. I have too many books in rotation right now. But I'm trying to get through these these arcs for april because i'm just trying to get my arcs down you're so good about that determined determined so what book are you recommending this fine evening i'm so smart it's like right there um so i just read this it's the chicken book it is neves by sacha nespini uh, I don't know if you saw my story where it's like, I asked the doctor if it was okay that I've replaced my husband with a chicken. So you have this lady whose husband dies. They're in Italy. Uh, this, I'm a little upset this isn't on the international blogger because it is kind of fun. It's super short. And she ends up having, like something happens to the chicken. Like this chicken comes in the house. The chicken like ends up getting like sort of like hypnotized and transfixed and won't stop staring at the TV and is like sitting on the armchair. And this leads to her calling the doctor to ask them about the chicken to be like, what's going on with the chicken? What do I do with the chicken? Like I bang pots around the chicken, nothing happens. The chicken does nothing. The chicken just sits there. And that leads to this unfolding story of the relationship between people in this little village including her the doctor the doctor's wife their upstairs neighbor like the the girls they grew up with the sons like her husband all these people and you get it's just like a good gossipy story mm-hmm. that starts with a chicken and it's it was really fun it was it was it a good time good. it's a little bit like girl powery sort of uh at the end um I liked it. It was a good time. It, and I what's it called time. again? In the U.S., it's called Neves, N-I-V-E-S. Uh, outside of the U.S., it's called something else, like Tell Me Tell me About It or something like that. Mm. I'll tell you in a second. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Tell Me About It. It's a chicken book. It's a chicken book. That's funny. 
Yeah. It was good. I, I mean, it was well written. It was yeah. funny. It, it really is like a good gossip session. And most of the mm. book, so you have like the lead up little bit to get you set up for this phone call. And then pretty much the rest of the book is just a phone call. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's good. It's a good phone call. Let me tell you the juice that comes out of this phone call. What? <laughs> You'll like it. It's a Naomi book. You would enjoy this. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's, um, audio available uh it's available on audio and it's available i think on everything okay i have to give that a listen glory is a bit repetitive especially the parts where they literally just repeat things mm. it's, it's or whatever the city with with and another duh or something like that i don't know i can't naomi yeah what do you got I got a book that really just that, uh, that just really had me going. Okay, had you go? It really had me going. It really it was really tearing me up. I was having all the emotions, and it's "Rootless" by Crystal Zara Apia. I know this you like just, this one. Oh man, this just came out last Tuesday, mm -hmm. which was what March seventh. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, this book, this book, oh, my head hurts thinking about it. All right. So the central characters in this book are Sam and Effie. And uh, Effie and her sister moved from Ghana, I believe, or somewhere like that to London to go to school and to live with their, their aunt. And um, they meet Sam during their time at school. So Effie and Sam are really good friends throughout high school in the beginnings of college and they, and they started dating like later on mm -hmm. and while they were dating um sam would catch effie saying things and he would he would like kind of think to himself huh basically like it doesn't sound like she likes kids very much or it doesn't sound like she's really interested in kids you know like he would pick up on these things right but okay we're gonna just we're gonna just ignore that right and so they eventually get married and he wants to start a family and she is like, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, just really getting my career going, getting that off the ground. Like she was an artist, but she started representing artists and that was going really well for her. She just kind of was just finding her groove, but she says, okay, let's, let's, let's make a baby. Let's have a baby. They have a baby and everything goes to shit with her. She has the hardest time coping with being a new mother. It is so bad. When I tell you my heart was breaking for her, it was just, it was out of my body on the floor because she was struggling so badly. Meanwhile, Sam's gone back to work. Life is back to normal for him and yeah, she's just in course. the depths of this new baby, not feeling like herself, just can't get the rhythm of the new things you have to do when you include a whole infant human being. And then on top of that, Sam's dad has a stroke. And Sam thinks it's a good idea to have the dad move in with them so that Effie, the wife, new mom of an infant, can also care for the dad with the, who just had a stroke. No. So, Oh, yeah. So... 
I got when we talk about them like they're real. No, she didn't. It felt like they were real because I was so angry. I was so mad at Sam because he was so incredibly selfish, so insensitive, and clearly not reading the room. <laughs> Your wife is struggling. Like, and I'm not going to spoil these terrible things that happened, but terrible things happened. And so you fast forward a little bit. You're like at the third or fourth year birthday party of their daughter. And she gets pregnant again. And she's like, we're not doing this again. And he gets angry with her as if she just cut off his right arm. The mm. anger that he had for her for not wanting to have this child enraged me in a way that I couldn't just didn't think I could get enraged on that level because I couldn't believe after all that you saw her go through with this first child, why would you think that she would be excited about baby number two? When I tell you this book, just, it just hit me so hard. And then things happen in their marriage <laughs> and the twist that happens towards the end just like completely knocked me out. I told the author, I wasn't prepared for what you just did. She said, she said I'm so sorry. I said, <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> she said, I'm so sorry. I said, I, I said, I'm going to be in my feelings for a bit about Effie because I cannot believe what just happened. It was devastating. So I just think this is a book that everyone should read. I think there are some really heavy things to discuss here. Uh, you really get to delve in with how much family sometimes puts pressure on you to have a child and how insensitive and uncaring they are when you express how much you don't want to get into the motherhood club and how bad they make you feel for it. Like this book touched on all of that. It was excellent. This is actually a great book for a book club discussion because it's about love career, it. motherhood, marriage, family. It's fantastic. Rootless by Crystal Zara Apia. I love it. Um, we do have our, another recommendation here. The Library of the Unwritten by A.J. Hackwith. And that sounded familiar. And I don't know if you read this. Did I read this. that? I, I feel like I read you that. might have read this. I read that a few years ago. I think it was 2019 when I read that book. And it's part of a series. I didn't realize it was part of a series. I thought this was a standalone this whole time. There are two books that have a library in the title that I read. I read that and the Library of Mount Char in 2019. I, I know you read the Library of Mount Char. And I don't think you like that one. It's not that I didn't like it. I was like, what did I just read? What happened here? <laughs> this one sounds good. In the first book in a brilliant new fantasy series, books that aren't finished by their authors reside in the library of the unwritten in hell, and it is up to the librarian to track down any restless characters who emerge from those unfinished stories. It sounds like it could be fun. I don't remember it, but I did read it. But it was oh, a long time ago. And we read so much. Yeah, so it was sometimes. a long time ago. Yeah. Sometimes we don't know. Yeah. We can't remember everything. Wow. This was almost a two-hour discussion. I know. That's what happens when you don't see each other. So good. So we were originally going to have half of this discussion on last Wednesday, but then my, my, no, my internet went out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I had power back. I had no internet. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So two hours later. Two hours but this later. worked out better. Yeah. Because all the longness have been announced. So yeah. this, this worked out better. This is a nice, long conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. There you go. The Library of March Shower was definitely a wild ride. It was. 
it was. Sometimes I feel like I want to read it again. Um, <laughs> just because, but I don't have time for that right now. <laughs> I am just in we the pros of all the books. We have book prizes to read. Ooh, book bless prizes you, honey. And arcs to read. I didn't now you told me don't reel you into any more literary fiction, but I, I just need to tell you that you know that I shared the news about Zadie Smith coming mm -hmm. out with a new novel in the mm -hmm. fall. And what mm -hmm. did I say in our Discord? I said, I don't know if I should be excited because I haven't read her yet. I own two of her books, but I haven't mm -hmm. read them yet. But then mm -hmm. I picked up two more. So now I own four of her books and I'm going to go on the Zadie Smith journey. So I know whether I should be excited about this new book or not. Okay. And I'm well, going to read them in publication order. Well, I just picked up White Teeth. So I got I that one. I now have White Teeth on Beauty and Swing Time. I have those three and the autograph man. I don't have that. And one. I want, I'm going to order Northwest on Abe. I was hoping McKay had it, but they didn't have it. So once I get Northwest, then I'm going to read them in publication order. All right. I guess let me know. She just told me don't do this, y'all, but I can't help it. This is why I don't get to any of my fantasy books because you. Hey, listen. And also I my inability to say no. But Not listen, by next month, I'll be on book three, which is when you join me mm -hmm. in the Song of Ice and Fire series. Hey, <laughs> fantasy. She's, she, look at her like baiting me with this. She's like, look, you're so good. It's going to be fine. White Teeth. I've heard so many good things about White Teeth for so long. Mm -hmm. White Teeth and like Middlesex are books that I've had like on my radar for so long. And I haven't read either of them. Yeah. The Virgin Suicides as well. I do. Okay. So we'll have to have like a, a weekend of Jeffrey. Oh, I mean, I mean, um, <laughs> no time soon, of course. No time soon, you know. Tomorrow. So when do you want to start <laughs> the version suicides? I know you have 17 books you're in the middle of, but can you squeeze I'm another one in? <laughs> so I currently have 100 Years of Solitude, mm -hmm. The Two Towers, I, oh, Demon Catherine. Going she sounds so excited. Actively. Mm -hmm. um, yes, I do. I have Swing Time, On Beauty, uh, White Teeth, and The Autograph Man. Mm -hmm. And then I'm looking here. I have to start Age of Vice for my Discord. Mm -hmm. Maps of My Spectacular Body for DD Reads. And then I want to do My Pen is the Wing of a Bird. But that Mm. Yeah, Naomi can bang that out like Tuesday. She hey, her. hey, I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it is 10 15 at night. It is you, you, unlike me, have work in the morning. Yeah, but here I've already gone and I've already done my one day in the oh, office, but that was okay. today. I so, don't want to be told tomorrow how tired you are. I'm going to be tired tomorrow, ma'am. <laughs> I'm absolutely going to be tired, but I'll be walking from my upstairs bedroom right down here to my office to log in. So it's okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Fair. Yes. Fair. Okay. Yes. Anyway. Anywho, 
Well, thank you guys for coming. I love yeah. when there's people here to actually chat with. It's nice to have a little group of people to chat with. Not that I don't like talking with Naomi. I love talking with Naomi. We do this by ourselves all the time. All the time. It's nice to add new people to the mix. So Yes. If you haven't joined our Discord, join our Discord. The link's on our website, tbrlowdown.com. We'd mm-hmm. love to have you over there. We like chatting books. We do. And hopefully I'll start to get back into stuff. Things are going to be crazy for me starting in mid-April. So mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going to be, but we'll be here somewhere. We'll be Randomly here. just dive bomb into the Discord and be like, I read a book. Yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Yeah. I think we've been doing well. I don't think we've skipped any days like being over there engaging with our TV yeah. our family. Yeah, I mean, it would be a little disingenuous of me to call somebody out for not taking care of their Discord and then not take care of my own Discord. Right? So we're I doing well. Yeah. I feel like we're building a nice little bond over there. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it too. I like building a little community of people. Yeah. I don't know why this is my hand gesture, but it's 10.15. I like eight. it. It can be happy or evil. <laughs> take your pick. All right, I'm going to get out of here and watch that video you sent me. I've saved it for this evening. It's interesting. Also, she looks like somebody I work with. And it was really funny because she popped up on my YouTube feed, like in the going to bed part of my day. And ah. I was like, what you doing? What do you, why do you have? And then I was like, why no, do you have a channel. <laughs> you're not. I think she's Belgian or she's Danish. But anyway, I'm like, you're not any of those. So like, you're a different person. But no, she's, I like her little thing. I like her little channel. And she has a little Discord that she does with other people where they read classics oh, and stuff. So nice. Okay. Yeah. She seems nice. I like little cut. Co- I, I, I know we've made a channel of, I know we're trying to wrap this up, uh, but we made a channel for like booktuber recommendations. Yes. I'd like to see that one keep going because I think there are so many, like, mm-hmm. there's so many little channels out there that are yeah. doing great things that need eyes on them. Yes, they do. So it's, yeah, I'd love to see more of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's the, that's, I guess that's the emoji of this. I think it's supposed to be hugs, but that's just me doing this. <laughs> anyway, we're going right. to go. That's it for I like, us. I'm saying it like you're going to do the button. I do the button. That's but it for I, us. I do, I do the, I do the outro. All right, that's going to do it for us. We're out of here. Bye. Bye. Well, we've come to the end of the show. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We kindly ask that you go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to our show and leave a review. That would help us out tremendously. Don't forget to follow TBR Lowdown on Instagram at TBR Lowdown and visit our website for show notes, the link to join our Discord book club, and other information at tbrlowdown.com. You can follow me, Naomi, on Instagram at BookLadyReads and follow Alyssa on Instagram at NerdyNurseReads. Thanks again for listening and for your support. Until next time. Thank you.